Hi, my name is Xavier. I'm Allison. And this is Housewives Theory. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> We're very excited. To we are wildly excited. Yes, already talking over each the other. The coffee has been had. <laughs> the coffee cake just came out of the oven, <laughs> courtesy of Allison. <laughs> This is a podcast that's not only for Bravo lovers, though we see you. Hi. Welcome. But for people who are curious, wondering, Ooh. should I watch Housewives? Yes. What is all of this about? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that for me, I didn't want to watch it for years because I was like, there's just no way I'm going to be interested in it. And then I was sucked right in. And then so. for me, I was always kind of on the outside super intrigued because they were really fabulous, glamorous women. And I like identify as that. <laughs> I was like, what's my way in? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I also love this podcast and talking to people about Housewives in general because I personally take Housewives as serious as I take Succession on HBO. Come on, HBO. I know. Not me dropping HBO immediately. Not me thinking of Roman. Listen, we won't talk about it on Packet and Therapy. (laughs) Not now. We don't have time for that. But really, I mean, I I think that, you know, I take it seriously because it's something that I love to geek out over. I love when I'm talking to someone and they're like, oh, sorry, that's probably too much information. You probably don't remember that. I'm like, I remember it. And it's not too much information. This is a place to geek out. It's a safe space. I don't judge you for remembering the color of a housewife's shirt, the way that she looked at someone, what she ordered at a restaurant. I mean, like this podcast is supposed to be that moment when you're at a party Ooh. you're bored oh you've already circled the snack table 500 times the taco dip is on the plate <laughs> taco dip seven layers what honey parties am i going don't to? get it, the wrong ones apparently you're at a party you see someone across the room you accidentally make a housewives quote walking by them and they go do you watch housewives and you go, yeah do you and you spend the rest of the night talking about housewives and it's this perfect experience where for the first time you see each other that's what this podcast is though just a fun safe happy place because the world is crazy and people try to tell us that watching reality tv is a waste of time when i think it's the opposite absolutely to us real housewives is not a guilty pleasure it is peak television yes needs to be emmy nominated it's certainly peak pop culture it's a cultural touch point that isn't appreciated enough like what other show is as gifable or as quotable like there's no other that is quite like bravo's real housewives i think a lot of people don't watch housewives but they do know like the famous gif they do know the famous clip but they don't know what it's from and i think that says something 100 percent. okay so as ali said this is a podcast for everyone who is on their own housewives journey yes my housewives journey started back in like 2008-ish, I would say, 2009-ish. Whenever the first season of Real Housewives of New Jersey came out, I like casually watched it one summer with my aunt in West Virginia because that is where I'm from. Cool aunt. And I really liked it, but it wasn't until a couple years later that like the housewives bug hit me. And I remember really distinctly on I <laughs> not a bug. On, on iTunes, they had all the pilots of every franchise for free. And I downloaded all of them, watched all the pilots, and the one that caught my attention, Real Housewives of Beverly oh Hills. My God. It was all downhill from there. I also got to love iTunes doing that. I'm like, I miss that. They're giving. Uh, they're, they're giving. They I'm, well, giving. they gave. They gave. <laughs> We've moved on from iTunes, but we did appreciate them for what they were anyway. Yes, 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 yes. 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 And Allison, I know your journey was different, though. Completely different. Mm -hmm. I mean, I am one of those people that started it during pandemic. So when they were like, we're locking down, I was like, well, I guess I'm finally effing watching The Housewives. I mean, I kind of started it. um, I didn't know if I wanted to continue with it. And then I got sick and I was on bed rest. And I was like, well, I'm really in it now. And I watched all of New York so fast. 
<laughs> too fast, some might say. I mean, I never, never, no, never. But to the point now where I'm excited to go back and rewatch it because I feel like I just consumed it so quickly because I loved it so much. Yeah. And I forced my boyfriend to watch it with me and he pretended the like Christian he didn't like it. But, you know, just like every other straight man secretly liked it. <laughs> watching okay. in the background. Did it just get hot in here? <laughs> No, my entry point was definitely New York. And I was like, if any of the other franchises are even a little bit like this, I'm going to like them. So, Uh, And here we are. And here we are, all of the franchises later. (laughs) (laughs) A little about ourselves, you know, and kind of who we are. My name is Xavier, as I've already said. I was born and raised in West Virginia. Super small town, super rural area. And what I always joke about is I love West Virginia. So beautiful, so gorgeous. The people, every like all of it. Well, most of it. Well, some of it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I have no, questions. It's like, you know, it's like any place, like home. You sometimes have complicated feelings. And because I, I always joke that West Virginia is 40 years behind everywhere else, like the 1960s, some might say. Who's That's to say? Line. You know, I do what I can. I do what I can. <laughs> and when you grow up, you know, biracial, I'm black, gay, I'm super femme. You know, the 1960s isn't necessarily like where you need to be, you know? Not your place. <laughs> Not your place. It poses challenges. But that being said, I grew up in a family of really iconic badass women. I always joke while some were raised by wolves, I was raised by women who acted like wolves if you ever came for them or one of theirs. <laughs> and because of that, it made growing up in West Virginia so much like easier for me than it could have been being all those other things. And I'm so grateful for that. And I feel like that's also why I love Real Housewives. I feel like I can look on my screen and kind of see women who I grew up with or women who I know or women that like I don't know at all. You know, it's like I didn't grow up with, you know, a Gina or a Tam rat, but I grew up with a Vicky. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Imagine. Like, shout out to my aunt. <laughs> but I think that's the reason I love Real Housewives so much is because it's about, like, complicated women at their best and their worst. And I just grew up in such a matriarchal family. So, like, this is just another Sunday dinner, honey. I love that. I love <laughs> Gather that. Gather around the table. We will be serving ham. <laughs> Oh my God. I know. So I always kind of knew I wanted to be a screenwriter, you know, ever since I was a teenager and fell in love with television. I always joke that my holy television trinity was Grey's Anatomy, Desperate Housewives, One Tree Hill. Amen. I mean... (laughs) In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Which is the Father, which is the Son, which is the Holy Spirit? Stay tuned. And I I had just kind of latched onto storytelling and seeing people on TV who maybe I didn't see in my real life that I could identify with and connect with. And I, at times, felt less alone when watching television. So I was like, oh, I want to give people that feeling for the rest of my life. So I went to undergrad at West Virginia University. I went to grad school. In undergrad, I majored in English because that's as close as I could get to screenwriting, honey. Again, we're in the hills. West Virginia hills, not the hills, hills. They weren't alive. Looking at you, Lauren Conrad. <laughs> And then as soon as I could, I applied to grad school. I applied to the University of Southern California's writing MFA program. And I was fortunate enough to get in. I hopped on a plane, my first plane ride ever. Oh, that's just, right. Just a small town girl. <laughs> and then I arrived in LAX and I went to grad school for screenwriting. And I loved that program so much. And then, you know, after that, I became an assistant in the industry and worked my way up to a writer. And the rest is history, honey. Oh my God, that is amazing. I've heard that 800 times and it's still like I heard it the first time. 
This is me fangirling. Well, not that I can follow that, but I'm Allison. Like I said, I grew up in Corona, California, which is the Inland Empire, the depths of the Inland Empire. One of them, at least. I agree. Multiple depths. Okay, girl. (laughs) Um, It's very, very suburban, very, very like suburban planning. We have the grocery store. We have the four churches. Everyone's arguing about which church to go to. (laughs) It's very, very organized. I went to a private school that was far away from my home, so I was the commuter kid. And I had, everyone was always like, you live in Corona? And so that's why you'll hear me, you know, maybe throw some shade at Orange County a couple times. I was like, you know these women. Yes, I do. (laughs) I know these women. But yeah, I grew up with my huge Egyptian family. Across the street was one set of cousins. Two streets away was another set of cousins. Three minute drive away was my aunt. Another three minute drive away was my other aunt. And then the other ones were a little further away, like an hour away. So I grew up very, very much in a My Big Fat Greek Wedding adjacent situation. (laughs) My Big Fat Egyptian Wedding? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I'm also half Swiss, but my family is in Switzerland and probably doesn't even know what Real Housewives is. <laughs> Can you imagine? That is actually Real Housewives tragic. of Switzerland? Is that the spinoff? Oh my God. Andy, I'm available. We um, just ordered the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> we They will need to be comped, of course. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, I mean, in high school, I definitely was the one, middle school mostly, actually. I was the one that just didn't really fit in like a lot of people. I was always a writer. I never thought screenwriting was an actual job you could get if you weren't like related to Conan O'Brien. So I never, ever wrote a screenplay because, again, I was like, this is not something for me. But I too was obsessed with One Tree Hill. I was obsessed with Gilmore Girls. I was obsessed with Grey's Anatomy. All of that broadcast sort of, you know, like that therapy. I loved, loved, loved that. I would have to sneak watch it because I grew up in a very religious household. So I would literally watch these shows on like volume six. I love that. Literally me with Desperate Housewives. I like made my mom go into FYE for those of you who remember that store because I was like, I was too in the closet. I was like, I can't be seen purchasing it. SOS. Love that. That's so funny. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was. I mean, I think that that shows. I mean, that's when you commit and you really listen to every single word, commit every single word to mind. And I just have always loved different, you know, modes of storytelling, especially writing. I went to community college for a while after high school and I was a journalist and I was like, this is my calling. I'm going to be a journalist. I'm going to be the Caramel Diane Sawyer. (laughs) Just watch me, bitch. And then I got to New York and I was lucky enough to intern for a places like the 9-11 Memorial Museum where I wrote for them and I did a lot of sort of like journalist adjacent work as much as I could at that age and I was like oh okay so journalism isn't gossiping with people all the time it's just straight news a lot of the time I'm out I can't do this anymore should have led with that I, <laughs> I mean it was a great job but I was just so interested in getting to know people on like a direct level and like journalism has to be facts in this, in this economy I'm confused where have you been for the past few years I can't talk about her paternal trauma that we talked about within the first 20 minutes of knowing each other I don't I can't relate I'm off sorry. the record don't know her <laughs> so after that I managed to get an internship at a film company and then that's when I got access to all of their script libraries mm. and I was there all day I was like oh my god this is the best job ever you know but like a lot of people I had to work my way up do a million assistant jobs which were super super hard and during that time I really leaned on TV hard like a lot of assistants I mean I was like I don't want to have drinks and catch up with people and hear about your hopes and dreams I would like to hear about Victoria Gunvalson's hopes and dreams and Giselle Bryan's hopes and dreams I mean it was one of those things where I just TV was such still is like such a therapy to me and I don't know 
anybody like these women, except I would say the Orange County women. I definitely know people adjacent to them, perhaps the tax bracket below them, but I still know them. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's why I love Housewives so much, because it's always been like a place that feels very safe for me. And even though I am a screenwriter, I don't work in reality television. There is a world in which I would absolutely do this and give my life to this and work on those shows because I love it so much. I love the details. I love the niche of it all. And yeah, that's absolutely what led me to this podcast. A hundred percent, a hundred and ten percent, a hundred and twenty percent. I, you know, (laughs) always joke that I am just out here building my queendom. (laughs) And I feel like once my queendom is like fully in the pocket, it's going to have a real housewife section in some capacity. 100%. And I'll be running it. Thank you so much for the job offer. (laughs) Mess. (laughs) 